0: in the previous sessions we've mentioned Adam السلام, Nuh السلام, and also some of the events from the story of Ibrahim Today then we'll move on and look at some of the events relating to Musa As Shaykh Abdurrahman Sa'di rahimahullah ta'ala, mentions وَسَاقَ قَصَصَهُ فِي مَوَادِعْ مِنْ كِتَابِهِ بِأَسَالِيبْ مُتَنَوْعَةً وَاخْتِصَارْ أَوْ بَسْتْ يَلِيقُ بِذَلِكَ الْمَقَامِ With regards to Musa السلام, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the events and the incidents in various parts of the Qur'an. You will notice that the stories of Musa salam, they are in various parts of the Qur'an. Sometimes they are mentioned in length, in detail to a degree. In other parts, they are mentioned briefly in accordance to the context and what is required in each section. قَصَصِ الْقُرْآنَ أعظم مِّن قصة موسى. The Shaykh says, there is no greater story in the Qur'an than the story of Musa a.s. لأنه عالج فرعون وجنوده Because Musa السلام, he had to deal with Pharaoh and the armies of Pharaoh. وعالج بني إسرائيل شد المعالجة And he had to deal with and rectify Bani Israel in the greatest of ways. Bani and he is the greatest of the prophets of Bani Israel. And the Sharia of Musa, السلام, the book that he was given, was the Torah. Because it is our Aqidah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the books and the revelations to the various prophets and messengers. And there are various books that Allah sent, all of them the word of Allah, all of them the speech of Allah. Of course, the older ones have now been distorted and they no longer remain upon their original form. However, at the time when they were sent, then no doubt they are also the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Torah was sent to Musa alayhi salam. That was the Sharia of Musa alayhi salam. We know that the shari'a, the sharia of every Prophet and Messenger was the same in its basis. The basis of calling the people to Tawheed. That was the same and constant throughout all of the Prophets and Messengers. But then the details of the rulings of the halal and the haram that differed between Prophet and Messenger, that differed between them in accordance to what was required for their time and their context. So the Sharia of Musa that was the Torah, (laughs) وَهُوَ مَرْجِعْ أَنْبِيَاءِ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلُ وَعُلَمَائِهِمْ وَأَتْبَاعِهِ أَكْثَرْ أَتْبَاعِ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ غَيْرْ مُحَمَّدٍ غَيْرْ أُمَّةِ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّىٰم So that torat that is the basis of all of the prophets who came from Bani Israel and their scholars. And the Ummah, the followers of Musa salam. The size of his ummah is only second to this ummah. The size of the ummah of Musa السلام, his followers, they are only second to this ummah. And that's mentioned in a hadith also, that on one occasion the Prophet wasallam was shown the nations that went by, the umam that went by. عُرِضَتْ الْأُمَمُ The Prophet ﷺ said, the previous nations were shown to me. And he mentions them. He mentions how he saw the different nations. And at one point in that narration he says, that a huge mass of people was shown to him. A huge mass of people. And the Prophet ﷺ says in the narration, I thought it was my ummah. But then it was said, this is the ummah of Musa ﷺ. And then afterwards was the even greater mass, which is the ummah of Muhammad ﷺ. So this was a great ummah, the ummah of Musa ﷺ. It's mentioned from the very beginning of the story of Musa Aleyhis Salam فِي وَقْتٍ He was born at a time when Fir'aun, the pharaoh of the time, was being extremely severe upon Bani Israel. Because as it is mentioned, news had come to the pharaoh of the time news had come to him that a boy would be born a boy would be born and raised and he will be the downfall of you this news had come to him as you say this prophecy had come to him that there will be a boy who is raised and he will be your downfall one day So it is mentioned that Fir'aun had taken upon himself a policy to safeguard himself, a policy of killing all of the newborn baby boys. He would kill all of the newborn baby boys. To the extent it is mentioned he had guards looking around all of the areas, looking around all of the areas and supervising all of the areas, any women that were pregnant, they would be registered. The eye of the authorities would be upon them. So as soon as they gave birth, the authorities of Fir'aun would go and check, is it a boy or is it a girl? If it was a boy, then they would slaughter it. Slaughter the boy, and if it was a girl, then they would let her live. This was what fir'aun was carrying out at the time. This is what he was performing upon them, killing and slaughtering the boys and allowing the girls to live. فكان يذبح كل مولود ذكر يولد من بني he would slaughter every male, every boy that was born into Bani Israel. Lil النِّسَاءُ للخدمة وَالْإِمْتِحَانِ And he would allow the girls to live as degradation for them afterwards, use them for his service and use them as slaves or whatever else. So he allowed the women to live, the girls that were born to live, but he would kill the boys. In this environment of what was happening at the time, Musa alayhi was born. Falamma waladatu alayhi khawfan So the mother of Musa alayhi was, of course, extremely fearful for the safety of Musa alayhi salam. She knew what was going on. If her own found out. If Fir'aun found out about her birth of this boy, Musa a.s., boy, he would come and slaughter him. So she was very fearful for the safety of her son, Musa a.s. فَإِنَّ فِرْعَونَ Because Fir'aun had people guarding over all of the areas. So she needed to do something to protect her newborn before the guards and the authorities discovered that she'd given birth to a boy. So it is mentioned, Her house was on the, the edge of the river Nile. Her house was on the edge of the river Nile. وَرَبَطَتْهُ بِحَبْلٍ لِأَلَّا تَجْرِي بِهِ الماء. So if she feared that maybe authorities were coming, guards were coming, there was some fear of being exposed, that she has given birth to a boy, she would tie him up in a type of basket and place that onto the river Nile and tie it up onto the edge. So that if anybody came to her house, any inspectors of the guards, they ever came, they would not find any baby boy, they would not find any newborn. He was tied in that basket type of thing, stuck on with ropes tied down onto the edge on the river, in the river. So that even if they came and looked, they would not notice anything at the side of the river tied down in this basket. So she would do that in order to protect him. فَلَمَّا أَلْقَتْهُ ذَاتَ يَوْمٍ رِبَاطُ One day she did that, fearing what she feared, she went and put him into the basket and tied that down to the edge of the river. However, it became loose. And one day it became loose. And so it was swept away by the river Nile. فَذَهَبَ الْمَاءِ بِالتَّابُوتَ الَّذِي فِي وَسَطِهِ مُوسَىٰ and in the middle of that was Musa Ali وَمِن قَدَرِ اللَّهُ أَنْ وَقَعَ فِي يد آل فرعون. So he was being swept away by the waters and by the decree of Allah and the great wisdom of Allah. That basket was found by none other than the household of Pharaoh. The household of Pharaoh, the people of Pharaoh, some of his people, they were doing what they were doing, and they came across this basket with the baby in it. The people of Pharaoh, his workers, they stumbled across it in their area, their section of the river where they were, as it came along with the tide. So they took that baby out, not knowing who this is and who he will be, took him out and they took him to the wife of Pharaoh. And they showed her and told her, Asya. They went to her and showed her and told her what they had found. It is mentioned that when she saw this baby, Musa salam, When she saw him, فَلَمَّا رَأَتْهُ أَحَبَّتْهُ حُبَّا That she became or she found herself loving this baby greatly. She became fond and attached to this baby greatly. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ قَدْ أَلْقَى عَلَيْهِ فِي الْقُلُوبَ. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had made Musa salam beloved to the people. So she found him to be beloved greatly and became fond and attached to him. Then after that, شَاعَ الْخَبَرُ وَوَصَلَ إِلَى فِرْعَوْنِ News spread through the household of Pharaoh and the workers etc. Until news came to Pharaoh of what had happened. That a baby boy had been found and he's been brought back to the house. He was found by your workers, brought back to the house. And now your wife has the baby and she's very fond of this baby. So the news came to him. But of course when the news came to him... His initial reaction was obviously this is a baby boy found there in the river, therefore, from Bani Israel. He knew of this, what we call the prophecy, that there was going to be a boy that would be raised and would destroy you one day. So his reaction was kill that boy, kill him, kill him. He is one of the baby boys of Bani Israel. So his reaction was, kill him. However, because his wife Asiya had become very fond and attached and loved this baby, Musa a.s. She convinced him to allow this one, one baby boy to live. What are the chances? Allow this one baby boy to live. So in the end, he allowed him to live. And the scholars they mentioned, from the great wisdom and decree of Allah, Pharaoh was out there with gods monitoring the pregnant women, killing the baby boys, slaughtering them at birth. And the one who is found and then raised in his own household, is that one, it is Musa a.s. So he was raised in the household there, And it's mentioned, some of the other things they say in the story, it is mentioned, that Musa as a baby would not be breastfed by any of them. He refused the breastfeeding of anybody in the household of Pharaoh. All of the, the, the women that attempted to breastfeed him, he refused to be fed by them. And then it's mentioned in the ayat, in the story that eventually they took him out onto the streets. Because now Musa was becoming very agitated at no food, no, no milk. He was refusing to be fed by any of them. So they took him out onto the streets to try and find someone. Maybe is there somebody, some woman who he will take from. And then it is mentioned in the end, it ended up being Muslim. his own mother. That the sister of Musa saw the baby and recognized him. And she said, I'll find you somebody who will breastfeed him. And then it was his own mother who ended up doing that. So look at the way that this story begins before you even get to the events of Musa and Fir'aun and what occurred. This is how it began in the beginning. And that's where we'll round it up for tonight. Tomorrow, inshaAllah, we'll go into the story of actually what happened between Pharaoh and Musa, how Musa established the evidences upon him, How Pharaoh brought his magicians and all of the events that occurred up until when Pharaoh drowned and Musa was saved. InshaAllah ta'ala, we'll do that tomorrow night. We'll round off on that for tonight.